Welcome to the Monday Nights Podcast. Anchored in sobriety. We're a group of men building real connection and relationship. Going after the things that make us fully alive. If that's what you're looking for, you're in the right room. Hey guys, welcome back. Monday Nights Podcast. I am Eli. And I'm Shay. And we are back with Brad, who was on our previous episode. Welcome back, Brad. Thank you, Eli. <laughs> it's good, good to have you back. Um, we had such a great conversation and we wanted to keep the, you know, be respective of time on that last one. And so we we landed it, but there were so many meaty topics and so much that we could have gone deeper into that uh, we wanted to have you back on and have a little more conversation. So love to dive into a little bit of that. So let's, let's go for it. You touched on, and we, we started to talk on this topic of holiness, which is a, such a, um, such an interest. I mean, okay. Our room, mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, Monday nights and what we go after is so centered around the uh, largely it's at least on the front, it feels like it's centered around the behavior, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of groups like ours are behavior management. It's like, do these things and change this behavior. And that's, that's where it stops. Mm-hmm. And what I love about our room is that we go a lot deeper in that, right? There's, there's a lot more to it than, than just, you know, change your behavior, be a better man, be a better mm-hmm. Christian. Right. Um, and it's centered around, around Jesus. So I want to hear a little more about your story, Brad, in, in that journey and where you're at in that and, and, uh, you know, in the room out and just, you know, current what's, what's going on. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I think for me, um, my perspective is that the room doesn't work without, without Jesus. It just doesn't work without him. There is a, I mean, self-help is kind of popular these days, you know, self-care, self-love. It's, it's trendy and cool, you know, modern pop psychology. And a lot of people are talking about ways to improve your life and ways to become a better person and ways to, to um, walk in more wholeness. But I think for me, you just have those moments where you're reminded that those are good things, but there is one true thing. And um, I don't know. I I think, I mean, we start every Monday. I mean, the very first thing that we do is we worship. And it's not for four hours. It's 20 minutes. But I mean, we the goal is you, you set foot in the room and then you look at him. It's the first thing that we do. It is the first thing that we do. And it's on purpose because without his leadership, without his spirit, without his wisdom, without his thoughts, without his perspective, we, we can't figure it out on our own. And so I just think that I'm in a season right now where I feel challenged to keep the main thing, the main thing. And I really appreciate the conversations about emotional health and mental health and physical health and all, all, all of all the stuff. And I I don't mean (laughs) to diminish that. I really think it's so, 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 so important. And also I think that Jesus is the rock and is the center of it all. 
And I just feel stirred to keep that in front of of me and in front of us. So that, that's a little bit of my thoughts on that. Yeah, I think I think I've seen a bit of a pendulum that can swing in in our environment in our world. There's a lot of Jesus is everything, and He's my answer to everything, and I don't have to hmm. own any of my behavior because it's paid on the cross, and and so. People, you know, guys get into the room and we sort of swing really hard to the other side to say, yeah, that's, that's true. Like he, he paid for your salvation. You also have a responsibility for the choices you're making and you have to face those. Right. And so what I've noticed, like we, we somewhat have to break some of these guys from what, what is actually a religious spirit. It's not, it's, they're not actually, you know, submitting to Jesus and acknowledging him first. They're just using that as this you know, get out of jail free card to not do any kind of personal development. Right. So we swing the other way, but, but you're right in, in, and so we talk a lot on the other side, cause we're like, you know, there's plenty of other rooms that are going to cover the other stuff. You know, we're going to talk about this stuff. We're going to talk about doing the work and getting down and, and dirty and kind of figuring it out. But I, I, you're right. I love that the, the truth is the balance. The truth is finding that place where he's first pursuing him first, pursuing wholeness is what we're doing. And we have a, a, maybe a different path there or some different mechanisms in place to, to, to move in that direction. But it doesn't take away the fact that that is the absolute center of, of, Mm -hmm. you know, of Mm -hmm. our minds, of our hearts, of our pursuit of, of what we're going after. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. And I, and I just want to say like the, the humility that you have to have, I mean, for most of us coming in the room, we, we've got some kind of flaming problem, some kind of my life is on fire issue. And I think the humility to sit in the circle, to be vulnerable, you're basically admitting, I don't have answers for this. I need help. I need other people. You have to come in at this, at this humble level. And it's such a beautiful process to, to see that happen with guys. Like you're, you're, you're just teeing God up for this like perfect explosion for awesomeness because mm-hmm. of the humility there. Mm-hmm. And, and all of these factors, like the connection factor, the love that you can receive when you're humble and you're in this place to receive it, the wisdom that you can gain, you know, th- there's just a million things that can go on and on and on. But it, it, it's that, that posture and that position that we take on a regular basis. I mean, eventually we just kind of live there, you know, we kind of get to this Mm -hmm. point where we, we kind of adopt that as a lifestyle at times. Like I don't have all the answers and I need other people and I need, you know, wisdom in my life. And I think you're a hundred percent right, Brad. Like that, that's another part. And I don't know if we've talked about that a lot in, in the podcast, but praying after the guy shares and getting a word for him, getting some sort of encouragement for him, blessing him with something I've had some really crazy times with that periodically, like getting some kind of powerful prayer session going or, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, I couldn't explain to you what happens in that that sacred circle. Yes. Yeah. Like there, there's some sort of, I don't know what you call it, spiritual juju, like there's some awesomeness. Yes. <laughs> that's very ah. spiritual terminology there. Um, but it, it is just amazing. It is for me, like coming yeah. to the end of my rope, 
not having answers, laying my pride down after, I don't know, umpteen years in leadership, small groups, college, ministry school, still not having an answer and being like, I'm here, help me. You know, God, what are you saying after all of this? What do you think after I confess this stuff? What does all this mean anyway? And for me, it's just, it's a beautiful and miraculous process. And I think it's, it's part of the secret sauce that makes Monday night absolutely phenomenal. Um, so I'm glad you brought it up, Brad. It's so fun. And so tell us a little bit more. Like I just, uh, you, when you were talking about that, Shay, it reminded me of a time where I was, I don't even know if I was praying over this guy in my small group. So I, I was a small, I've been a small group leader for, I guess, over three years or, or something. Maybe it's been longer. Mm-hmm. And I had a guy in my group who I um, had a really good connection with and he actually struggled with some of the things that I've, I've struggled with. And so I, I related to his yeah. story in a lot of ways and he was going through a hard time. I don't even remember the details of what he was going through, but I remember after he shared, I started to give him some feedback and it, it was the juju that you were talking about, Shay, <laughs> because I felt the Holy spirit come on me in a, in a unique way where it wasn't just my words encouraging this guy in my small group. I could feel the heart of the father um, coming down from heaven and onto me and onto my words and into this person who really needed to hear it. And that's the reality, you guys, is God is, he is our father and he is endlessly good and perfect. And he wants to tell us how much he loves us 24 seven. I mean, just 24 yeah. seven, you know? And so when you have that opportunity to, to speak life over somebody or, you know, speak life over this, this guy for me and my group, and it wasn't just me, you know, it wasn't just me saying, you know, you did a good job and, and here are the reasons why, according to my um, objective reasoning, I could feel the Holy Spirit on me to encourage and to exhort this guy. And again, I don't even remember what I was saying, but I was just going so hard after this dude and he starts just crying and and I kept going. Like I just, (laughs) and you're this and I believe you and you're going to get through this and you're made for bigger, you know, for more than this. You're meant to be huge. Like you're, you know, I just went freaking after this dude. But again, it wasn't just me. It was the it was the Lord, and this this yeah. dude was just weeping, and it was just such a cool moment. But again, like nobody really wants to be in a room without that, without the Lord, because He's the one who brings unconditional love and perfect truth, and actually changes us. So yeah, the the beautiful thing that I that you know I, I think. I think the Lord loves to use people who are really humble and passionately going after getting better. Like yeah. we all are sitting there, we're in the room because we're humbling ourselves and saying, I need you, Lord. I need to get better in this area. I want to, you know, I, I'm in pursuit. You put a, you know, those guys sitting in a circle staring at each other, praying, and 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 God is excited to show up. And demonstrate 
his love to each other through us because I mean, he loves doing that. He, he can show up and have those individual moments with you, you know, in your prayer time alone or whatever, but he really does love showing yeah, up. That's good. There's a piece of him that I'm only going to get in those intimate relationships with other men. I'm, I'm not going to experience the, the fullness without, without interacting and having those opportunities. And when you sit down yep. and we're going after this and we're inviting him into the room and we're inviting him into the circle and we're praying for each other and prophesying over each other, it's just, it's powerful for me. There was that whole new level of I'm fully known. I'm standing here totally vulnerable and known at, in all of my, you know, ugly and I'm fully loved and God is showing up through these men who fully know me. Yeah. And it, there's just something that hits a deeper part of my heart than yeah. standing on the prayer line and somebody praying over me who doesn't know anything about me. No, and totally. it's, those are great. But I'm thinking, yeah, if you knew what I did last Tuesday, you wouldn't even want to touch <laughs> totally. me. Like, totally. You wouldn't, you know, but these guys do. They know what I did last Tuesday. Heck, they know what I did last night. And and they're laying their hands on me and praying over me and loving on me and crying with me. And that is such, I mean, that just like burns. It just drips with this, this holiness thing. It's like, we are yeah. going after this thing and we are loving yeah. and, and, and Holy Spirit, you know, can show up in that, in that space. Yeah, it's so fun. So good. I just love it so much. And for me, even the design of what we do has a spiritual element to it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I love getting that prophetic word. You know, I remember one time I, <laughs> this is really random, um, kind of a tangent here, but I remember praying for a guy and it, I don't know why I just felt inspired. And for some reason I had taken a spoon from like a party or something. And I had a spoon in my pocket and I'm sitting there praying for this guy. And I remembered the spoon and I've just, I remembered um, Shawshank Redemption. Do you remember the guy burrows out of the jail cell Mm -hmm. with a spoon? Yeah. So I just, I had that flash through my mind and I remembered the spoon and he was in like the lowest moment, you know, like didn't have anything to keep going. And I handed him the spoon and I'm like, dude, you've got this, like, keep going. You're going to, you're going to burrow yourself out of this thing. Like there's light at the end of the tunnel and you're going to have that moment. Like you're going to get to the, you're going to get to the surface and there's going to be a shiny day for you. And it was just beautiful. And like everybody in, in the circle, it was one of those moments. Like, I don't have to say anything after that. We're just going to hug you for 10 minutes and it's going to be awesome. Like, let's just have tears and cry. And it's just great. Like, there's just so many fun little moments like that. And at the same time, like, like I was saying about, you know, like group is just kind of set up for me, like coming into the room, having a lot of dad issues. I just needed that guy across the circle to show up every single week and represent Mm -hmm. the father to me to represent the consistency Mm -hmm. of you're okay and I'm here and, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be okay. Like that, that was the most consistent message that I needed was that it's going to be okay. Just super simple, Mm -hmm. not like earth shattering spirituality, but just that, that assurance from God. So fun. That's so, it's so powerful. That message is so powerful. I, I think for me, 
coming in the room, I felt like there was always this disconnect between me and God. Like I can't mm-hmm. actually, I'm not good. I'm not holy. I'm not pure. I'm not righteous. And I have to get there before I can have this connection or receive this thing from the Lord called, you know, love or whatever. I mean, even, even grace, I was like, yeah, but I have to, I have to get to a place where I can earn grace, which is, I mean, it's funny to to think about, you know, yeah. (laughs) But like, that was where I was at, like coming into the room. It's like, well, if I can stop sinning in this one thing, because really I'm a good guy other than that. If I can stop sinning in this one area, then I can actually be you know, holy and I can be a good Christian and I, and the Lord can use me and all of yeah. these things, right? Qualifiers. And, yeah. Yeah. One of the things that broke off, you know, in that first year for me in the room was, was that thing. Like mm. not only is that not true, not only it it's, it's, it's not possible for me to be good enough for God. It's not, it's, it's like, I actually just have to stop and receive like mm-hmm. I, the moment that I had got the most out of the room was when I stopped and received the love from the guys in the, in my yeah, circle. That's awesome. like actually wow. in the middle of my mess, I'm, I'm going to let down my guard and receive. And, and then I was able to, to do the same, you know, in my own private time, like, okay, Lord, I, I'm still a mess. I haven't gotten this thing figured out. I'm still sinning. Mm-hmm. Do you actually mm-hmm. want to meet me here? Mm-hmm. You know, Dang. is this real? Mm-hmm. And that was a massive shift, but it, it mm-hmm. took kind of that, I don't know, that process for me to, to experience it from these guys first and think, God, could you, do you actually want this? Do you, do you actually want to pursue me instead of me just kind of pretending to be a good Christian on Sunday morning? And then, you know, really not believing that I'm anything worth anybody's time. That yeah. was a massive shift for me. And that's where for me, beautiful. Like, oh, I could actually, I could actually rest in the righteousness that he paid for instead of me. Like, it's not up to me to go through some behavior management program to stop sinning so that I can be a better Christian and be more righteous. He actually already paid for that. Yeah. It's up to me to just receive that and start operating from that while these other things are improving. You know, yeah, it's not to ignore those, right? Yeah. That was a massive shift for me that happened in the room. Yeah. And it's, it's such a funny balance. I don't know about you guys, but I grew up in a conservative Wesleyan holiness culture. Like that was very normal for me. And it so easily turns into legalism if Mm -hmm. you lose the relationship part of it. And I don't know, it's just such a funny thing. Like what you're talking about, Eli, of starting at that place of vulnerability and acceptance to that level to like, what did you do with your penis last week and 10 years ago and when you were five? Mm-hmm. Starting at that vulnerability, you're able to find acceptance and love from God to that same level. Mm-hmm. When you're able to go to those depths, you can go to the same level of all of the awesomeness. You know, it, it, it kind of like breaks you open into these other realms. And I think starting from there and, and, going from there, you can do the work because I think you need both. Mm -hmm. Like you need all the intangible, like forgiveness and grace and all of that kind of stuff. And then there's that whole like, and work out your salvation piece, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and faith without works is dead. Like, I think if we get too far on either side of that thing gets weird, but I've seen it blended into the room where it's like, we get to that 
that mushy, gushy, lovey, awesome spiritual place. And then it, it is actually still work, you know, like I've heard, you know, guys in the room say it's, it's kind of like church, except you have to do stuff. Like we can't, yes. we can't sit in the circle every week. Church with homework. Just, yeah, exactly. But honestly, like I can't imagine sitting in the circle every week and praying for people and having good shares and then not doing homework. Where would we be without homework? Yeah. I don't know. It would just be a bizarre, a bizarre yeah. place. But I think there's the perfect marriage of that. And the homework is spiritual too. Like I think God gives us grace for understanding where that guy is, understanding what he needs and what that next thing is going to be. And, and homework can be really bizarre sometimes. I mean, from digging a hole to, you know, whatever, you know, like confront your dad or go propose to somebody or, you know, whatever. It's like the the homework mm-hmm. dynamic is really, it's, it's a commissioning every week almost. It's like, go do this thing and come back and tell us the testimony about it. Like how to go, what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. So super cool, super cool. Yeah, Brad, um, we, we want to hear your testimony next time you come on about you proposing to someone. Your homework is to <laughs> go propose to someone. All right. It doesn't really matter who, just no pick someone deal. just randomly. I don't care. No big That sounds deal. wise. I will do it. <laughs> yeah. I got a short list for you. Just pick one. Thank, oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I would just say too, I think as you guys are talking, I mean, that's the beauty of who the Lord is, is, and even when you read the Bible, I mean, you read the old Testament and then you, you pop into the new Testament, but really you see his nature throughout the whole thing is this fierce holiness. And he does not get down with sin on any level. And he, I mean, he is holy and perfect and you, you can't get close to him and hang on to all of your garbage and all of your sin and yeah. there is something fierce about who he is in all of that that is important and yet why jesus who is god <laughs> is so <laughs> beautiful and amazing is because we read the stories of him with the prostitute or with the leper or with the tax collector. And he is with the humble and the broken and the outcast of society. And so even as I think you were talking, Eli, about, you know, coming in, you guys are both talking about this, coming in and being broken. And and that happens all the time. Guys come into the room and they're at the end of their rope. I mean, it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what else to do, but something's about to explode in my life if I don't get this figured out. So here I am, I need help. And God, like, he loves that space. And he's not a big jerk, like telling you and, you know, what you did wrong and pointing it all out to you. I mean, his love and his kindness is so accessible in that space. And, and yet that intensity of his holiness, it's like this, you know, two sides of the same coin kind of thing. And I think language that really helps me understand all of that is I think about sonship. So if I'm a son in my father's house, uh, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what happened today, I'm a son. Like, I don't care what kind of mess I made. I don't care what mistake I made. My identity and my sense of worth 
is completely intact because of who I am as a son. And yet any good dad will put his son to work. You know, it's like, hey, Hmm. welcome to the house. Those are your chores. (laughs) I need you to make your bed. I need you to get breakfast and then we're, we're going to be out working in the field all day. And, you know, I'll see you in a few hours kind of thing. Like that, that's how the father is with us. Like our position in our, in our, um, identity is always there and always intact. And yet there's so many times when he's like, okay, we're going to work on this now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so I think we're, we're trying to protect those two things in the room. But again, it's all about the father, right? Like this is all about our relationship with him. This isn't like self-help club. Dang. Man, Brad, I love you so much. I'm so <laughs> glad we brought you on. I, I, I'm, I don't want to go any further. I want to land right there. That was absolutely perfect well well said well stated um yeah it's been great it's been great to get to know you and be part of your journey and part of this whole thing and it's i have i have the sense as we've been diving into some of these conversations and interviewing some some folks i'm realizing this is just the beginning like we're we're talking you know we have a lot of us have a ton of history in the room but I, I really have this feeling like this is this we're, we're actually just getting started in in all of this and and um, which is which is really exciting for me because because um, there's so much more. So, Brad, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, I'm sure we will find more topics to to bring you back and, cool. and have some more conversations. Um, this has been great. So, guys, as always, everything we talk about only works inside of some type of group. You got to have a group of guys that you're meeting with. All of this happens. The growth happens inside of small group sharing, getting down and dirty and doing homework. So go find your guys and start sharing. Do the, do the work as they say, and do the homework. Love you guys. Talk to you next time.